Broadcasting from the business capital of the world, this is the Podcast Business News Network. We are with our friend and our warrior, as I'd like to call her, Michelle Dickey. She really is. She's an amazing coach, consultant, friend, uh, author, uh, and advocate to help so many of those in need. Uh, the name of her company, uh, again, it's Consulting for Heightened Awareness. And if you go to the website, again, it's cdhrwdrmd.org. Is that the best form of contact for you, Michelle? Yeah, yep. they can find the contact info right there on the website as well, down at the bottom. But yes, because the phone number and the email are right there at the website. And yeah, absolutely. So thank you. It's great to be back. Always a pleasure to have you here and your positivity and energy. And really, um, it, you're just proven to anyone that, you know, you could do anything you set your mind to. And that's what you do here, helping so many people do as well, you know, in, in their lives. So thank you for that. Oh, you're welcome, and thank you for for having us on and and uh, being being uh, be, being with us too. Uh, I have a couple of uh, reminders that I wanted to touch on, and one of them is for those who are just tuning in and maybe for the first time or just need this reminder that this ministry and the work, you know, we are on several social platforms, you know, like YouTube, Patreon, and, and whatnot. And the quickest and easiest way to find all the different places where we are is on the My Social page on that website that you mentioned at the beginning. It's all listed right there. We keep that updated, you know, as, as we continue branching out and things like that. Uh, but we've got plenty. And um, we've also got the course that helps people understand what was happening during the trauma bonding process to a narcissistic abuser. Because another piece of the puzzle is, you know, as human beings, right, mm-hmm. we are naturally, you know, we want to know why, what was happening? What, what, how did this happen? You know, so when I got that question, I realized, I said, that's where my toxicology knowledge comes in. Because it is that trauma bond is just like a drug addiction. And many people talk about it. But what yeah. does that mean? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. But what does it mean? What what was going on up there it, yeah. with the brain chemistry, with all the love bombs and the devalues and the constant push-pull and all of that? What was going on? Yeah. So I put together a very simple course, and you can access that also on the website and at chaacademybtbw.com. Okay, and what we've done is we've bro- broken down Okay, several concepts. One, you know, flows right into the other. So for a brief preview, you know, chapter one is all about learning more about the ego. What was that doing to us during the trauma bonding process? Because that way we get a better understanding of, because they narcissistic abusers, they're ego-driven, right? They got the overinflated ego. So I touch a little bit on that because we didn't know that's what, was ha- what they were doing to ours during that trauma bonding process. And so then I branch out and I talk about the dopamine. Then yeah. I branch out and talk about the norepinephrine and things like that. But I keep it simple. I do not bog the learner down with mm-hmm. overly sophisticated and unnecessary words. Yeah. Okay, we keep it simple with God's wisdom and basic scientific facts. Yeah. And so everybody can check that out. There is an outline for the course on the website as well. If they scroll down on the homepage, you'll see it's in a highlighted section. Okay. So there's that the outline to let them know what's in it. Okay. And then they have the option of making a one-time payment 
they do it through the website, they they can use Shop Pay at checkout. Okay, Shop Pay okay. is yeah, Shop Pay is available for anything fifty dollars or more. Okay. Mm -hmm. And what that does for them, they won't know unless they get to the checkout page. But for anything $50 or more, using Shop Pay allows them to make four easy payments. Okay. Mm -hmm. Now, if they go straight to the course it, uh, site itself, they have that option of the one time payment or five monthly installments. The little arrow, they have to click on that and it, it drops down. So there's different ways that yeah. they can do it, whatever, work, whatever works for them. Exactly. And you've got a whole year. You learn at your own pace, and they get a certificate of completion at the end as well. And I also have a chapter in there with some tips to help with the withdrawal that takes place when you're breaking that trauma bond to the narcissistic abuser and natural ways to do that and, and, and you know, things like that so they can find what works for them because there's a lot of resources out here, and it's just a matter of figuring out what works. Only they and their, you know, they and the Godhead will work it out. They'll know what works for them because every situation, even though the patterns of abuse are the same, right? Every situation is different. And so one thing we also learn is that, you know, that guilt tripping that they do, that is massive manipulation. And so I wanted to share with everybody something that you all are not alone. Okay. Yeah. We need yeah, y'all not alone because it just happened to me recently again. I tune it out. Yeah. Okay, that's the tip I have. I have learned how to tune, tune it out. out. The moment, the moment the narcissistic abuser says, "I know how you feel about," but that's it. Mm -hmm. I tune them out because I know exactly what they're trying to do, and we no longer we they want us to internalize their own guilt. Yeah. and it's like no, because we learned something. Is that we don't have anything to feel guilty for and we didn't do if we didn't do anything wrong in the first place. And it the the irony behind it, well it's not really ironic. <laughs> okay, yeah. because yesterday on during our Sunday live stream, okay, which I do every, you know, God willing, mm -hmm. every Sunday, you know, around around two. Yeah, you know, that time changes depending on some things sometimes. So it's around that time. Every Sunday. And I made it known that I'm adhering to Matthew 10 37 and you know righteous are bold as the lion because what does Jesus tell us mm -hmm. Uh, mm -hmm, he says he who loveth mother or father or brother or sister more than me is not worthy of me so once that sinks in and I'm like you know what I'm lifting I picked up my cross and I'm following Jesus and I'm mm -hmm. obeying God and so the enemy is always going to try to test our faith the enemy is always going to try that's not god once we're with god god knows he knows our heart okay so you know god's going to continue to teach us things but the enemy is always going to try to test our faith and so it was that it was that very evening that he has access to someone in the environment tried to guilt trip me uh, yep and i was like not going to work uh, and so uh, re return to sender so I wanted to share that on a little bit more of an intimate level with everybody that yeah. because if you're experiencing it still, there's a reason why. Okay. Mm -hmm. It's just the enemy confirming that you're on the right path. You know, when you really let that sink in that anytime yeah. the enemy does that, it just, yeah, it tells us, ah, okay, you know what? Then we're doing the right thing. Yeah. And so we don't let them 
trick us into internalizing that. Because what I like to do is I turn that around in my own mind. I go, what are you feeling guilty about? Mm. Because, yeah, one thing we learned that these narcissistic abusers, they don't feel guilty over dishing out the abuse. Uh, uh, uh. They feel guilty for getting caught. Yeah. That's what their guilt is all about. They feel guilty for getting caught, not for dishing it out. And so we come to learn that. And that takes a little while to wrap our heads around as well. So for anybody who's at that season, hang tight because it does. Uh, we, we, we all have that kind of mindset, you know, yeah. to, to want to go around and steal, kill, and destroy. That's not, not who we are. And we were like wrapping our heads around how somebody can actually do that because they don't have a righteous conscience. You know, that's why. You know, so when God tells us that what we're dealing with, that was like, all right, then they are the unrighteous, the abusers. I mean, after all, that abuse they're dishing out, that's pure evil. Yeah. You know, and to, to tear down and try and destroy another human being, you know, it, it's just a lot to, to wrap our heads around. It's like, how? How could somebody you know, get, how did they get up in the morning and, and plot and, and plan to set about their day seeking whom they can steal kill and destroy i mean huh yeah you know, that we were never that's not how we're like no because we know in our heart and because we have a conscious and we learn to listen to our intuition now that's the other thing and that was that was one of our vulnerabilities that attracted the narcissistic abusers in the first place is that we would easily dismiss their bad and odd behaviors we weren't we didn't listen to the intuition and so now we understand what the intuition we need to be listening to that because mm -hmm. it's never wrong that's from god it's telling true. us it's so true it really is yep yeah and so it's like when we know that something is off or it doesn't sit right with us we're like wait a minute that doesn't feel right if it doesn't feel right then it's not you know, so they use the guilt tripping and that's what they, a lot of us got duped into that. So I don't want anybody to beat themselves up over it either because we had to learn the lesson. Okay. But when they use that guilt tripping, that's a big part of it is trying to, to, to thwart us mm -hmm. off of the right path. Mm -hmm. And so, you know, yeah, when, and they do that, but it's not really for distraction, but it kind of is when you, add that to the equation because we're trying to distract you, thwart you off of whatever path you're on, especially if they know you're all about your heavenly father's business. They want to try to, how the enemy wants to try to thwart you off of that because it doesn't want you doing your father's business. Yeah. And so that, that calling, that perfect will of God doesn't want you doing that, obviously. And so you're going to use these abusers as a mouthpiece to try and, steer us in the wrong direction and we learned that that yeah. we all we got yeah how we ended up in certain situations that we kind of knew we didn't want to do or that we shouldn't have done but we got guilt tripped into it because we didn't know that's what they were doing at the time mm -hmm. and so once we realized that they guilt tripped us into doing certain things that we we knew we shouldn't have done i was like oh okay all right now we see what they're doing yeah and exactly. so yeah you know, and i now just asking god's forgiveness he forgives us and remembers it no more mm -hmm. and then we can forgive ourselves and so that's part of the process 
But these narcissistic abusers, they also will throw up uh, past mistakes that we have since corrected in our face as well. And that's a little guilt-tripping tactic as well. They want to, you know, see if they can make us feel guilty for something that we've already corrected and been forgiven for. So we have no reason to be feeling guilty. And so that's why I always say that 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 one tip, we learn how to turn that around in our mind, turn negatives into positive, going, okay, what are they feeling guilty about? Mm -hmm. Hmm. Okay. And it's not really a big deal. It doesn't really matter, but it's just how we get through that Mm -hmm. and and get around that resistance. Because that's what they're trying to do. All that narcissistic abuse creates a lot of resistance. And so that's how, you know, God guides our step and gets us around that. By learning how to take what the enemy dishes out and flip it to use it for good. That's why I want to touch on that subject today. That's flipping it and using it for good to help others and, you know, for the healing and the spiritual growth and all of that post-narcissistic abuse is part of the trauma healing yep. because that guilt tripping also serves as a trigger. Yeah. And so we don't want. You know, for anyone who's dealing with that trigger, yeah. you know, hang tight. And, and for these tips, you know, figure out, you can modify them, you know, figure out however it works for you, because we all find our ways, okay, to overcome that and not let it in there. You know what I'm saying? Not internalize it, because that's really a big part of all that narcissistic abuse. I mean, the abuser wants us to internalize all of their negative emotional garbage, really. And we're like, mm, we realize that doesn't belong to us. Uh-uh. We're not the ones that were doing that. Yes, we got tricked into engaging in reactive abuse True. before we knew that's what it was. You know, we had to learn what it was first before we ourselves can knock it off. <laughs> you know, mm-hmm. that's how we learn from our mistakes. The narcissistic abusers don't. And largely because they don't think they make any. They, they, in their own mind, they think that they're a god. They think that they're, yeah, they think that they're perfect. They think that they're um, uh, above everybody else. You know, that high-mindedness that they have. And they have that high pride, you know, and they think more highly of themselves. They see things as bigger than they really are. All of that, it's that toddler mindset that they have that they never outgrow. It's like, oh, okay, all right, once that sinks in and the more we start to see this, we start to, you know, on the individual level. I talked about this in several YouTube videos. I want to bring it here because it's very, very important for those who are going through this. It's the awakening, the true blue spiritual awakening, post-narcissistic abuse. God's revealing all of that. It's like, okay. And so what happens, he gives, does it on the individual level. Like we were dating him or we were married to him or we were roommates with him, whatever the case might be. And so it reveals the narcissistic abuse at that level. The next step. For many of us, and then he starts to reveal it in the toxic workplaces. Mm-hmm. So I want, yep, I want to let everybody know that our individual session, okay, are also. I mean, I can walk anybody who may be in that season where we're starting to notice narcissistic abusers in the workplace. Because after all, if it's toxic workplace, that means that there's narcissistic abuse going around, and so. There's, you know, depending on their circumstance, it could be unique for them, but our individual session available every week, every Tuesday through Sunday, okay? And we can work together, brainstorm, because they'll need to, you know, for their situation, I'll need to know what, what it is that they're um, needing help with. And then we go from there, okay? We work together 
and I'll share tips and things like that. And they can take the same thing and, and modify and figure out and help them navigate through that. Okay. Because there's ways to do it and there's ways to get through that. Because if God hasn't delivered us out from under a particular toxic situation yet, there's usually some lessons still to be learned or, you know, whether it be about ourselves or a new skill or something, right? So there's something else going on why he has not delivered us out from under it yet. Yeah. And so, yeah, because there's just some things that he needs us to learn, you know, and it may not necessarily be about the red flag because you're spotting those. <laughs> so it could be something else. And so we go brainstorm. I help people with that as well, you know, survivors, you know, because that's part of it. Then the next step for many of us was in our own families, start to notice the same patterns of abuse. And not everybody, but in a lot of families. Because one thing that we all come to realize, this narcissistic abuse is very generational. And so when it comes down to us, and we start, you know, God awakens us, it stops. We no longer tolerate it. We see it mm -hmm. for what it is. Mm -hmm. We we are generational curse breakers. So true. Mm-hmm. Because we're like, no more. Not, not, and with us, we're like, no, we, we don't tolerate it. And we learn how to, you know, like we talked about before, we learn how to control our own empathy and ourselves. Because that's all we really can control is yeah. how we right. respond. Mm -hmm. And so after he reveals it in the immediate family, and we cut them off at the soul level, okay? In other words, meaning we shut down that empathy because we don't let, no, we don't yeah. turn holy things over to dogs. And so it's like, okay, and they can sense it. Oh yeah, they know when, that's when they know we know. Yeah. When they, yeah, when they can't get an emotional read on us. And so many of us have had them, that's what they'll do. The narcissistic abuser, if they can't get an emotional read on us, because we've got ourselves under control, we're self-regulators now. And so we'll notice that they'll try to get into our personal space. That's what they're trying to do for anybody who was wondering if you identified a narcissistic abuser and they keep getting in your personal space. That's what they're trying to do. Yeah. They're trying to get an emotional read on you. So it's a good thing that they can't because they can't mirror our empathy if they can't get a read on us. Really? That's it right there. Yeah, because that's how we all got duped because they would mirror that empathy and they do it through the eyes. Just to let everybody know, okay, oh I share that God. story Alpha. yeah, oh, it was it was an amazing milestone when that was revealed to me. and how we how we know that they know when we know is when we learn how to shut that down because I had one in a toxic workplace that was doing it because I was asking God, I was like, mm, this is, this feels off. Yeah. you know I was like feel really off. And I was like, how is he doing it? How is he mirroring this? And so when, God revealed it to me. It's kind of like a spiritual and mental activity. And so I shut it down. And the one who was doing it got the deer in the headlight look. So that let me know. They know. Yeah. They know. And it was an amazing milestone. And I was like, okay, that's how they do it. Because that's where I was at, at that season. I was like, how are they doing it? How do they do this? Because yeah. uh, through the eye. And so that's why we learn to manage it. And we have control over ourselves. Yeah. And so... Cause that's what they're that's what they're trying to send is an emotional read so they can mirror us and that's how we all got duped many times several of, of us got duped over and over again because of that and one thing we learned underneath it all is when they were mirroring our empathy they were just mirroring us back to us wow it's so true so yeah and so what what happened 
well, we actually just basically fell in love with ourselves. Yeah. Mm -hmm. We come to realize that. Mm -hmm. And so the other part of the healing process that happens is that when after that gets revealed, you know, in the family, then we start seeing out here in public. And so it's like, okay, because see, God has to reveal these things in those stages so that we can be ready and we'll be able to accept what he reveals to us a lot easier because we're like, you know, not everybody out there is one, but that's how God is helping to develop and sharpen that discernment that we need so that we'll be able to tell the real good from the real evil. Okay. So that way we get come before, while we were in the narcissistic abuse situation, we were also in the upside down narcissistic world with them. And we didn't know that yet. And we get out. And now it's all okay. And so we're getting it straightened out. <laughs> so we can recognize who is who. And who gets access to our empathy. Because we develop selective empathy is what we do. But we have to. That we got to protect our spiritual energy. And that's a big way that we do it. And developing that selective empathy. So we know who gets access and who does not. And the narcissistic abusers, they don't get access to it. We don't let them. It's something that we learn about ourselves, that we have that power and authority within to not let them get that. All that's external. And so we don't let it get in there. But that's what they want. Because it gives them that illusion of power and control over our emotions. That's their supply. And that's why many times a lot of survivors learn that, you know, why is it after engaging in a 20 and 30 minute conversation with one of these that we would walk away feeling really tired and drained? Yeah. Now we understand why. <laughs> now, yep, yeah, that's how they were through that conversation, that spiritual energy. They were, they were draining it. Yeah. And that's why we learn when we spot it, we zip it. <laughs> And keep it, you know, if we have to have limited contact, you know, we have very, very limited combo with them. Observe more, speak less. Mm -hmm. And we certainly move in silence and we don't tell them everything we're doing, what we're working on, you know, all of that part of the maturing process. You know, how we learned that, ah, uh, only, only a fool uttereth all his minds. So it was like, That's oh, so we true. have to stop doing that. <laughs> And I know it's tough for many of us because we had always been kind of like, you know, social and somewhat outgoing, but we learn how to be in balance, you know, kind of like between, we're between the extrovert and introvert now. We're like in the middle. We find that balance. Okay. That's part of the maintaining of our self-regulation, staying calm no matter what is going on out there. Because we learn to just let it roll because we see it, recognize the pattern. If it's got chaos and drama, it's narcissistic abuse in action. Yeah, get away. Stay away from us, please. Yeah, oh. exactly. Pro yeah, part of protecting our peace. Yeah. You know, because that's a big thing. These narcissistic abusers, we realize that they can't handle peace and calm for mm. but a short amount of time. Yeah. It's rather intriguing, but they really can't. But as we grow and mature and evolve as we're supposed to, <laughs> for the better... They will tell us, so oh, you've changed. And I'm like, well, we're supposed to. But they can't wrap their head around it. 
And so I want to remind everybody who needs this, whoever needs this reminder, that no matter what we're doing, you know, we're to improve our life, become the best version that God created us to be, that narcissistic abusers are going to hold on to the old version in their minds of us because they don't want to accept. Mm -hmm. Yeah, because yeah, they don't want to change. So they are under the assumption that no one else should either. Mm -hmm. And that's not reality. So we learned this. And that's also part of how God hides us right in front of them. Instead of the enemy can't hide them in sight in front of us now. But that's how God keeps us hidden in front of them. Because they won't, they don't want to see the new, improved version. Mm -hmm. They don't want to. They don't want to accept it. Yeah. So they want to hang on to the. Yeah, they hang on to the vision of the old version of us, who we used to be before we were awakened and becoming aware and getting right with God. And okay, hold up. <laughs> and now we're learning what what we're supposed to be doing versus what we're not supposed to be doing. And that's the other thing we realize with these narcissistic abusers too. They kind of inadvertently help us whether they wanted to or not. They teach us how not to behave, yeah. how not to treat people. Uh. Yeah. I mean, when you think about it, all the stuff that they dish out and we're like, you know what? The lesson here, that's not, and I'll give y'all a brief example because mm -hmm. a lot of these narcissistic abusers, they'll come at us with an order. Like, you'll have to help me with that. Yeah. And I'm like, okay, no. And so I had fellow warrior that has allowed me to share some of this with everybody because it helps right, put things in perspective because what you have one do that. And so the response back was, uh, how about, can you, can you please help me? Like, ask a polite question, the correct way to ask. And so the narc, yeah. thought that that both statements were the same thing and they're not one is an order a bossy statement mm -hmm. the other is a polite question and there's a big difference between the two so i know i do apologize for that <laughs> yeah that's okay and we lost our guest but that's okay She'll be back. We love speaking to you, uh, Michelle Dickey, and she's really a warrior for so many uh, women, men out there, and, you know, especially those who've suffered narcissistic abuse. Um, what we're going to do is, um, hopefully, if we don't get her back, well, it's time to end the show in the meantime, but just to remind you guys, Michelle Dickey, she's a consultant, a coach, a trauma specialist, and here she is one more time. Hold on. Let's let her say goodbye for herself. There she is. Hey. <gasps> Hi. I was like, and we uh -huh. lost our guest, but she's back. She's back to say goodbye. Um, Unfortunately, though, we have to, to to wrap it up. I apologize, but thank you for coming no, back no, again. No. Yeah, that's okay. That's okay. Because I'll let everybody know. Um, I did not mean to do that. I'm going to talk on my name, but anyhow. <laughs> and I figured that. <laughs> yeah. I, um, yes. Okay. So we'll wrap that up. Everybody can always, with any questions you may have, can always reach me at 704-245-4340. And then again, the contact information right on the website at cdhrwdrmd.org. Sending love and light to all fellow warriors. Thank you for watching, listening, and for your support. Thank you. Until next time. Yes, next time, let's show some gratitude to the Heavenly Father and you. Keep being you. In Jesus' name, amen. Thank you so much, Michelle Dickey. Have a fantastic day. We appreciate you always.
Broadcasting from the business capital of the world, this is the Podcast Business News Network. For nearly 2,000 severely injured veterans, everyday life has become filled with barriers. Day-to-day simple tasks can become pretty daunting. I have to carry my chair up two flights of steps or have somebody do it for me. What scares me the most is just the falling. When I'm struggling with my house, I think, you know, to have that one great barrier just knocked down, I mean, it's, it's crucial. Home for Our Troops is a wonderful nonprofit that builds a mortgage-free, fully adaptive, handicap-accessible house. And there's no catch. It'll be our very first home that we've ever owned. This is a game changer. This is where your life begins again. We need you to join us in completing this important mission. Please visit hfotusa.org and help build homes and rebuild lives. Because of you, everything's going to be okay. 